Fitter and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert and very noisy race announcer from fitness.com and welcome to the fitness show. So you may be looking and thinking, oh my God, Fitz is just a floating head. Where did her body go? Well, I assure you there's nothing to worry about. I am just wearing a camouflage jacket. That's right, you can't see my torso because I've disguised it in camouflage. However. Uh, <laughs> This is, I don't know if you know this, but camo is the state color of Florida. So our state um, violent predator is the alligator. Our state bug is the mosquito. Our state fruit is the orange. Our state dessert is the key lime pie. And our state color is camouflage because y'all, we're from the South and this is what we do. And I actually have a shocking amount of camouflage in my war my wardrobe. Um, but it's, I wear, I've got the leggies, I've got the shorts, I've got the tank tops, I've got <laughs> I probably about six different pairs of camo pants at least. And the comforting thing is that wherever I go here in my hometown of Gainesville, Florida, everybody else is wearing camo too. So I prefer the army print. This is actually kind of dark, so you can't see. And you can't see again because I'm invisible torso, it's camo. Um, but most of the people around here are wearing the forest kind of camo. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> I love it. But again, I know I'm a floating head. You're just going to have to deal with it today. So I want to start by saying this show is sponsored by One More Mile. If you're one of my friends who are the runners, you know One More Mile because you see them at all the race expos. But they are the home base for creative, quirky, and custom runner stuff. So if you want everyone in the world to know you're a runner, you go to onemoremile.net. And so, of course, they've got the magnet for your bumper. And so whatever you distance, ever distance you do, you have to have the magnet to go on your bumper. So 13.1, I'm about to earn my 26.2. That's right. If you saw last week's broadcast, I have agreed to run the Boston Marathon because I have lost my mind and I can't pass up an opportunity for athletic adventure. So, yeah, 13.1 for me right now in October, I'm expecting to have one of these on my vehicle. And you can also have the stickers. It Remember I said quirky? What happens on the long run stays on the long run. So you may have seen my photo the other day of me lying dead on the sidewalk after my 12 mile run. I don't know, we took the picture and shared it. So it didn't necessarily stay on the long run, but that was hard. And that photo was not staged. That was actually me lying flat out, trying not to be eaten by red ants in the forest, but it needed to be done. So anyways, onemoremile.net, they've got stickers, they've got magnets, they've got, oh, they've got shirts, look at this. Mighty Slow Runner, isn't that nice? That's what they chose for me, Mighty Slow Runner. But they have all sorts of fun shirts and high-tech fabric to let you express yourself while you're out running or just going to the grocery store and making sure everybody around you knows that you're a runner. And then they've got the visors, will run for my life, which I actually did, so maybe that's why they sent me this. But then they've got the custom stuff. So look, this one's got my Fitness Shell logo. Very cool. 
And then Rudy hasn't even seen this, but they sent us team noisy hats. And so, um, yeah, I'm super excited to have this branded gear, but you could have it too. So if you have a running club or you just want to have cool hats made for your family, I think you can order a very small amount of custom stuff. But anyways, onemoremile.net, no matter where I go at a race in, a, in the country, one more mile is there. They're a fan favorite amongst people who like to move forward for exercise. And uh, I highly recommend having a visit to onemoremile.net and then buying some stuff. And you know what? It's been a rough year for the people in the running industry, so they deserve a little boost. So give it to them. Go order a sticker or a shirt or a hat. And I like them. They're super nice people. <gasps> Rudy. Okay. So there he is. <laughs> I thought I'd get your attention with that noisy man. So this one's mine, but this one's yours. And I choose this one because it's better. Now, uh, you can actually pick. Just tell me right hat or left hat, and I will put it in the mail or I'll bring it to Buffalo. And you're welcome. You are welcome for that. Uh, so before I get into the big content for today, I want to give you updates because I have two extraordinary interviews this week where I'm really, really excited about. On Thursday, I'm having Jeff Galloway on the show. Now, it's changed a little bit. So as many of you know, Jeff Galloway, the god of Run, Walk, Run, hi, Jade, uh, he had a heart attack in April, I believe. And uh, I invited him. I gave him a few weeks to recover. And I said, hey, Joe, uh, Jeff, you want to come on my show and talk about it? And he said, for sure, I definitely want to. We had planned for Thursday at noon. Uh, he's catching a flight. So we pushed it to 7 p.m. that evening. And because he really wants to spend time talking about his full recovery process and actually be a guide for anyone else going through it. Um, we are going to just talk briefly Thursday night about his actual heart attack and where he is now. So that'll be a that'll be a shorty. And then in August, once his because he's actually consulted, he told his doctors, he says, I'm going to go on the fitness show. What do you think? And they said, I think you'll have a lot more to share in August. And so that's where we're going with that. So um, a shorty interview with Jeff on Thursday and then on Sunday, big fun because we are going to be celebrating my partner in noise, uh, Rudy Novotny, who is not only, in my opinion, the greatest race announcer on the planet, one of the best friends I could ever ask for, but he is celebrating 35 years of sobriety, which is blow my mind, exciting. And he really um, turned his life around. And for anyone who knows him, those are the same amount of people that are infinitely grateful for the changes he's made because he took all of that goodness inside of him and now we get to benefit from it. And if you've ever been victimized by somebody who has not chosen sobriety, you know how how uh, heroic it is when people make that firm decision and stick with it. So 35 years, hooray, we're gonna have a lot of fun. And then we're gonna talk about some other stuff too because Rudy's got so much to share and I'm always harassing him to come on the show and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this time I actually nailed him down. So that's Sunday, June 13th at 8 p.m. That's right, because he's got stuff to do on the West Coast that day. So 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jeff's on Thursday is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so where are we going? Oh, I had a birthday last week. Um, yeah, Dave. Understatement of the century. Awesome and great guy times a thousand. So last week was my birthday. And thank you, thank you, thank you for all the warm wishes. I had such a wonderful birthday. And, uh, you know, when it comes to fitness, I walk the walk, right? I don't 
I don't just tell you to do stuff and secretly eat bonbons in my bed at night. I live it. And that's why I get so excited about sharing it with you is because I understand the benefits of being a, a super healthy and fit person. So instead of asking for tangible presents for my birthday or Mother's Day or Christmas, I always ask for athletic adventure. So on my birthday in the morning, got up and we went paddleboarding out on the river. And this is very funny because normally when we go paddleboarding, we choose to paddle upstream so it's easier to get home. So upstream is against the current. So if you do that for the first two miles, uh, the last two miles, getting back to your starting point, is easier because you're going with the current. Anyways, on this foolish day, I decided, let's go downstream. It looks flat. The water looks like glass. And yeah, I want to go that way. <laughs> and I had a deadline. I was hosting a race. That's right. I was hosting a virtual race and I had to be home within a certain amount of time. So this foolish woman you're looking at decided let's go downstream and we did the math we thought okay if we go 45 minutes downstream we'll give double the time to get back it'll be an hour and a half to go upstream and that should be good and that would have been good but again i'm a foolish woman so went downstream 45 minutes and i was just enjoying it so beautiful i mean it's florida we live in the swamp and it's truly the swamp and it's the most beautiful chris uh, it's just Perfect. So out on my paddleboard, we get the 45 minute point. And I think, eh, let's not turn around. Let's just keep going a little more. So we go another 15 minutes down the river. And there were these little points where the water gets really shallow and rocky, where it's kind of like rapids, it pushes you further. So as I say, let's turn around, I uh, instantly, as I get my board turned the other way, I hit the rapids. And they're not rapids like Colorado rapids where you're all woohoo, but it's rapids enough that. I'm having to bust my ass to make any sort of progress. So I think, uh-oh, <laughs> what have I done? And so paddling really hard, get past the rapids. Current, again, it's not like wildly, we're not gonna make a movie about this river, the River Wild. No, it's just the river in Alachua County, Florida. But it's hard, it's way harder than it was getting down, even to the point where I had to kneel. If you kneel down on a paddleboard, you, you make a little faster progress. but. Holy mackerel, I, I had to use every fiber of my strength and energy to make it back to the boat dock so I could get back in the car and get back home to announce that race. But it was such hard work. But as I was out there struggling to make it back, I was thinking, well, shoot, I don't regret any of this because this is, this is the kind of hard I enjoy, right? It's the, the physical hard and it was kind of funny. And um, sometimes I feel a little like Lucy Ricardo, where I put myself in one of those positions and I was like, or Lucy Ball, right? Lucille Ball. Um, like, what have I done? <laughs> but there I was. <sighs> but I made it. And just, I think, the day prior, I had agreed to run the Boston Marathon. And so I thought, well, I'm, I have been no stranger to hard work, but this is good. No matter what capacity you're working hard, um, it's good to be good at working hard. It's good to be good at having grit and uh, gritting your teeth and pushing the envelope. And I could have given up and I could have floated to the side and dragged my paddleboard through the woods and then called an Uber. That would have been the weirdest Uber of the day, like this chicken in a bikini with a paddleboard saying, hey, take me, let's, let's get my paddleboard through the window and take me home. But, um, but yeah, I persevered and I made it happen and I got back to announce the race. 
had a really fun time with my kids. It made me a very beautiful, not beautiful, birthday cake that night. And I loved it. That, the other thing I asked for, I asked for uh, an athletic adventure memories. That's what I want. I just want to go have fun. And um, then I want handmade cards. And I do love handmade cakes. So they, they made me a cake and it was hilarious. And thank you. So I'm very actually grateful that the cake wasn't in the shape of a penis because that's the funny joke my daughter likes to play on us whenever she cooks food. It's penis shaped pizza and penis shaped cookie, etc. So I did not have a penis shaped cake, but it was fun and fabulous. And there you go. And then sticking with my birthday, two things. Thank you for the bazillions of birthday messages. It's always, you know, so humbling when so many people reach out to wish you well. And I am fortunately for no, I am not lacking any friends and support and, and that never gets lost on me. So thank you. But the thing I actually did get, I got a tangible product for my birthday. I got a surfboard. I got a surfboard. So it's the first time in my whole life that I've ever owned a surfboard. And I went surfing last summer. One of my um, best girlfriends, she invited us to her beach house and I have, I, I really explored and want to go looking through her house, but I ended up in the garage to put out the recycling and there were all these toys. There were beach cruisers and surfboards and boogie boards and balls and things. And I thought, oh, surfboard. And I haven't really surfed since I was in elementary school. And I think I did it once and I was horrible because I was little and I had no practice, but I took one of her boards and I thought, I'm gonna give it a go. And so I just went out myself and I got up. I probably took like 40, 50 tries, but I think I got up 10, 12 times. It was, I didn't have any training, but we've all seen surfing. So you can kind of take your best shot. And it was great. It was great fun and uh, a good workout. And then I tried it again a couple of weeks later before a storm and the water was wild and my, my bikini bottoms kept getting pulled down. And besides the bikini bottom thing where I was trying to not show my rear to the other surfers, it was it was actually more fun just trying to drag the board out into the ocean and get to that breaking point. So anyways, I love surfing and now I have a surfboard and I'm not claiming I'm good yet. I'm a, I'm a beginner, but I will spend lots of time this summer surfing. And so as you say, what is, how does this pertain to me? Well, I hope you can maybe adopt some of these practices when you have an opportunity, when it's your special day and you get to choose what you're going to do, choose athletic adventure, right? You don't need another shirt. Maybe if you need another shirt, go get your own shirt. I'm pretty sure most of you are grownups. Go buy your own shirt, go buy your own socks or your picture frame, whatever. Ask for memories, ask for athletic adventure, go do stuff. Sign up for a race, go hiking, go do water sports, go do snow sports, go go to a farm and run around with animals. I mean, there's so many fun things you can do or just go see a show, whatever. It's, it's better to do things than to get stuff. And then if you ask for gifts, ask for gifts that, uh, that support your endeavors to be athletic and fit and healthy. Oh, and there's Mr. Cliff Walker. So Cliff is someone we're going to talk to on this show soon. Cliff is retired. Navy, uh, Navy hero. He's, I love, I, he's a retired, he's a veteran. And um, he's also retired as a federal fighter, firefighter. And he has the USS Battle Series, which is a bunch of fun functional fitness competitions held on uh, retired US naval ships. So we've been on the USS Midway, the Texas, 
the Iowa, and he's going to the Hornet in San Francisco in the fall. And that SOB, I love him so much, but he picked a date where I'm occupied. I'm already announcing a race. So Rudy is going to announce that that uh, event for him, and it's super exciting. So if you love our military, you love our country, you love fitness, you have to go check out USS Battle Series. You can follow him on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and I just love him. He's a, he's, he's a true hero and, and a wonderful friend. Okay, moving on. Did you see my Instagram post today? It says, ask your doctor if getting off your ass is good for your health. I'm pretty sure the answer is going to be yes, but I want you to call up your doctor and say, what do you think if I get off my ass? <laughs> I just, uh, it's good to pick on your doctors, right? And our doctors appreciate that. So I had someone who totally got off his arse about 20 weeks ago. His name is Antonio Ayala. He's been my graphic di designer for a very long time. So he designed my logo, which I think is super pretty. And he's actually designed this logo too. Um, but Antonio came to me 20 weeks ago and said, I feel like an old man. I'm only 40 years old and I have all these old man pains. My back hurts and I'm super overweight. What do I do? And so I sent him the link for the exact formula for weight loss. I said, okay, Antonio, if you're serious, read this. Excuse me, let me gather that. That's not the right link. Ah, okay. Well, go to fitness.com. And on the very front page is an article called the exact formula for weight loss. So I, I, as you know, I am completely opposed to diets, pills, powders, supplements, snake oil, any of this temporary crap that takes your money, takes your heart, your soul, and then squishes it and stomps on it because it's setting you up for failure and weight gain. And so I am opposed to all that stuff. And instead, I teach you how to eat the right amount of the right food for the size you want to be. So I said, Antonio, read this article. What do you think? He said, I can do that. And he did. And he set a goal to lose 60 pounds. And he did. It's 20 weeks later. And this man is 60 pounds down. And holy crap. He looks incredible. He went from a guy who's just like an overweight guy to fit guy. And he plays soccer. And, uh. He, he was being benched because he had old, he called him old man pains and his back hurt. And now he's up running around playing multiple soccer games per day. And I am so proud of him. So, and he was very, very private about it at first, but I got him to, I think I got him to start taking before pictures about halfway through. So he refused to take photos when he was at his heaviest, but at some point he started saying, oh my gosh, I am seeing a lot of progress. And so he started documenting his progress. He's lost 60 pounds, 10 inches from his waist, which is mind blowing for any of you who knows how hard it is to lose two inches from your waist. So he has agreed finally to go public with his weight loss. And he's going to share that on the fitness show very soon. We'll share all the photos and um, his success story. And if you need to lose between one and 1000 pounds, the exact formula for weight loss will work for you too. And there's Dave Brunel. With this sense of humor, we've said the word penis, ass, and now hemorrhoids on this show. So this is a doozy. <laughs> if anyone has any other inappropriate words they can weave into the conversation, that would be fantastic. So if uh, weight loss is a priority for you, come visit me. I'm good at that. And then the other thing I want you guys to do is to start changing up your workouts. And uh, sometimes 
even people who are super fit get stuck in a rut, right? You just go to the gym and we do the same thing over and over and over. And uh, in my thought process, the worst piece of equipment in the gym is the one you're not using. And so if your fitness center, let's just pretend you're all members of some sort of gym. If they have 100 pieces of equipment and you're only using 12, you're messing out on 88 different pieces of equipment. And so I think you should add variety. In fact, I don't think, look at that. I got the credentials there. I know as an actual expert, I know that you should add variety to your workouts. Why they change the way your body works it uh, makes your body go, whoa, what's this? Let me respond differently. And that's how your body makes improvements, even if you're doing the same exercise. So for example, if you're lying on your back, pushing forward, that's a bench press. You're working your chest, your triceps, your biceps, it's a forward push. If you go face down and do push-ups, same exact motion works your chest in a very different way. You will become sore in different ways. You've got different balancing muscles. If you lie on your back and do bench press with a bar, and then you change it up to doing the same thing with dumbbells, all of a sudden you have to stabilize each individual dumbbells because your hands aren't able to work together. Boom, and now you're making uh, different progress. The same thing goes for working Nautilus machines, cables, same motion, different outcomes. Hammy, thank you very much. I think Hammy likes the fact that I'm throwing in sparkle words to this conversation. Uh, but yeah, you gotta mix it up. And so I'm gonna put this link here. And um, this link is wherever you are, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Periscope, you should be able to see that link. And I want you to click on it and go through my catalog of videos. These videos, oh, it's not showing on some of the Facebook pages. Um, but these videos are led by me, so you get to spend more time with me, which is super exciting in itself. But then I will teach you a variety of exercises, and some of the exercises are very straightforward, you know, chest press, flies. Maybe I'm using different equipment that you've not used before. Maybe you've never used cables or bands or dumbbells, who knows? Um, but then there's a bunch of variety, things you may have never heard of. Maybe you've never heard of angry ups or butt scoots or um, hanging toe touches. There's so much you can do within fitness. And sometimes you just need a little encouragement, a little know-how, a little guidance. So if you're not getting the link wherever you are, go to fitness.com. Look, I'm finally getting good at figuring out where the logos are. Go to fitness.com and there's right on the homepage a block that says workout videos. Go there, just choose one video. Choose one today, give it a try. Don't just watch. You don't get any benefit from watching the exercise. I want you to give it a try. And then I want you to respond and say, hey, Fitz, I did the squat 360, and this is what I thought about it. And then tomorrow, I want you to go back and choose another exercise. And that's really how we add variety. And gosh, you'll start seeing your body improve in ways it hasn't in a long time. And even, you know, abs. Everybody loves abs. So if you do the same ab exercises over and over, your body becomes accustomed to them and you just stop making progress. But if you do my ab exercises, I've got a two minute plank, a three minute plank, a four minute plank, and then I think I jump up to an eight minute plank. We have so many different planks. We have side planks with a twist with so many options and uh, summer's coming. And so I don't really talk about the aesthetic part of fitness very often. Usually I talk about the living well and living long thing, but summer's coming. So why not add a little curve to your shoulder and a little striation to your abs, right? That would be nice. Okay, moving on. I have a list of things I want to talk to you about. 
I have a new puppy. I want you to meet Joey. He's sleeping right now. So he's actually very cute. I brought this puppy into my house. He was, he is supposed to be my mom's. He's my mom's dog right now. <laughs> but, but she's had a little snafu. And so I'm not sure if she's going to be able to take him. I hope she can because he's for her and I know he'll make her very happy. But in the meantime, I have my dog Piper who's 12 and she's adorable, Greyhound, Labrador mix. And now we have this puppy. So he's sleeping next to me and I'm going to wake him up so you can meet him. Hey, Joey. This is Joey. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, Joey. Want to meet my friends? He's so cute. He's a really good boy. Mm. Show everybody all your cute size. What is he? Lord knows. He's a rescue. And I only, only, only ever bring rescues into my home. But he's uh, a terrier mix, we think. That's a sleep baby. And he's about three and a half months old. He's very, very smart. Very playful. His teeth are like little razors. That's so sweet, too. He makes little little pinholes in my <laughs> skin, but he's precious and uh, he's mostly potty trained and he knows how to sit and he makes me very happy. He makes everyone here very happy. So anyways, that's Joey. The other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is that races are back. So if you've not ever participated in a race before in your life, I'm going to um, emphatically encourage you to go give one a try. Why? It's an industry that has been obliterated by this COVID nonsense and it's finally coming back. And as many of us see, it's not just creeping back. It's finally starting to, boom, all these big races are dropping. LA Marathon is happening. Chicago Marathon is happening. They're having 35,000 people. The local races are coming back too. So I want you to get out not only for your health, but I want you to get out and support them for their health because these events, A, they employ so many people, but they do such a good thing for their communities. Um, they help so many people have a laser focused reason to get fit. People raise money while running. Uh, they raise money for great causes. They support their community. So racing is a good thing for everybody. It's great for the local economy. If you go run a race in Biloxi, Mississippi, you're likely going to go stay in a hotel. You're likely going to eat out because you don't have a kitchen. You're likely going to maybe buy a souvenir. So it's a really good thing for all Americans to do. So, and if you live elsewhere, it's a good thing for your community too. So I encourage you to get involved. My personal schedule is filling up. Um, we're going to have to work on some actual graphics to tell you exactly where I'm going to be. But I want to start off by sharing that I'll be in Buffalo, New York, late June with Rudy. We're announcing the Buffalo Marathon. There are still bibs available, charity bibs for the half and full marathon. There are regular bibs for the 5K. Join us. You can come. You can come and visit us. You can see Niagara Falls. You can hike through the gorge. There's lots of cool stuff to do. On 4th of July, I will be in St. Pete, Florida at the St. Pete Pier Run. It's an inaugural race on their big, beautiful new pier. It's a four-miler on the 4th of July, and I promise you a patriotic party. We're going to have so much fun, so please join us there. I'll be announcing that with John Pelkey. Up soon after that, it's oh, July 17th. I'll be in Canton, Ohio for the Women's 6K. Now, that's actually the USATF Women's 6K Championship. That's why we have the distance. So the speedsters will be burning up the course, winning some fame and glory and good for them. But then there will be a thousand spots for regular girls, regular walkers and 
strollers, strutters, saunterers, and runners. So please come out and join me. I have a ton of friends who are going to be there. You can use discount code FITSNESS at, in Ohio. And what is my discount? Well, yeah, I guess that's my first discount code available. September 12th, I will be at Women Run the D Detroit uh, 5K, 10K, and half marathon on Bell Island. You can use discount code FITSNESS for those races as well. Um, Mm, there's another race. I'm not going to say it. I'm waiting for the contract. I almost blew it. I never promote a race until I have a contract, but I got a really good one coming at the end of September, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. Um, early October, we'll be the Public Savannah Women's Half K or Half Marathon and 5K. That is in Savannah. My race director, Caitlin Presti, was a guest on my show last week. She's a real sweetheart, a real talented person, and those races are already fantastic, so they're just going to get even better with her presence. Um, use discount code FITSNESS and you can save X amount of dollars at Savannah. And you can also come to the Savannah Bridge Run first weekend of December and use discount code FITSNESS. We've got OC Marathon at the beginning of November, which I'm super excited about. Uh, right after will be St. Pete Run Fest on Veterans Day weekend. Yes, Veterans Day weekend. It's like the second weekend of November. And uh, there's a big one I should likely be at the week after, but again, I'm waiting for the contract. You guys know where I am most of the time. I'm not, I'm not hard to find, um, but yeah, things are going great. Again, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, watch my floating head, even though I'm wearing camo and you can't see my torso. Oh, and this is what I want to talk to you about. Sorry, I'm a little all over the place today, but there's so much to talk about. So last week I revealed to you that I would be running the Boston Marathon. And again, some of you say, oh, no big deal. Fitz, you do that all the time. No, I've actually never, ever run a full marathon. I've done 13.1s at the yin-yang. And uh, I've, I've just never even considered doing a full. In fact, that's a lie. I've always said, hell no, I'm not doing a full marathon because 13.1s are pretty hard in, the, in their own right. But I did say that if it was Boston and someone reached out and said, hey, for a really good cause, then I would consider it because I'm so generous, right? That's, but it is, I was like, I would do it for the, for the other people. So anyways, I got the call last week from Vince Varallo with the Boston Buddy and he said, hey Fitz, this is right after my interview with Med Kaflesky two weeks ago. I said, that was such a great interview, thank you. And if you haven't seen that, you should go watch that one because Med's amazing, what an incredible story. Um, he goes, so I was thinking, we have this charity and uh, they need, a good quality runner, they need an ambassador, someone who can support them in a big way, would you be willing to run the Boston Marathon for Second Step, which is a shelter for domestic abuse survivors? And it's not just a shelter. These are They help domestic abuse survivors in a variety of ways just to keep them going. And quite often, the, like the state will do it for three months, but then you're on your own. And so they have long-term support systems. And it's a really good cause, which I'm very happy to be a part of. So I did tell Vince when he invited me to run Boston, I said, screw you. How dare you invite me? <laughs> I hate your guts. It was a conversation like that. And then there was a bunch of profanities thrown in there as I was thinking, oh man, it's here. That moment is here. And so I said, give me 24 hours, you big jerk. And then I thought about it. And what I thought was, how on God's earth could I turn down this awesome opportunity of a lifetime to go have athletic adventure. I mean, that's a that's a bunch of birthdays rolled into one, right? 
how can I say no to helping out this fantastic cause? <sighs> and so I went swimming. This is what I do. I swim and I think if you feel like your head is cluttered, go out and exercise. Do it in a place that pool's great because it's silent, right? You can't read a book, you can't watch TV. There's not much to look at other than the bottom of the pool. And so I, I hashed this thing out at that fist fight with both sides of my brain, why you should do it, why you shouldn't do it. And then I came out of the pool and I told my pool friend, and I said, God damn it, I'm running the Boston Marathon. She's like, what? So, um, so I've agreed to do it. And I've agreed to do it to the extent that I have already purchased the coveted finisher's jacket. Ta-da! Now, they don't give it to you. But if you're a finisher, this is the thing you get to wear. So I tried it on just to see if it fits, and it does. But I will not wear it again until I'm done with that race. But here it's got the unicorn. Oh, my gosh. And then on the backside, another unicorn. Oh, my gosh. And it's the 125th anniversary. And I tell you that quite often. Many years they change up the color. So these are the official colors of the Boston Marathon, the Boston Athletic Association. But um, – Quite often they do hideous colors like creamsicle and these weird greens and people complain profusely as, oh, the Boston jackets are hideous this year. This one is perfect. And so I'm glad I'm running this one, 125th anniversary. And just to show you that I'm in all in, where is it? Duh, it's an expensive jacket. I uh, I have so many jackets and I have a bunch of my uh, personal jackets that, that I've chosen to buy, but then Every race I go to, not every, but many of them give me jackets. So my whole closet is full of jacket, 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 jacket. Do I need another jacket? No. Will I go cold if I don't have this jacket? No. Do I want it? Absolutely. And I may be obnoxious about it. I may wear that jacket when it's 10 degrees out. And I may wear that jacket when it's 110 degrees out. Because um, that's a pretty big accomplishment. So I will be a cherry runner. Some people like to poo-poo it, like, you didn't qualify. Yep, I didn't. I'm qualifying in the good person category. I'm qualifying to be one of the people who raises about $40 million on race day for good causes. So if you look down on that, okay, I don't care. I'm going to run the Boston Marathon. So a few comments here. Brian Solberg said, it's, isn't, a, isn't it a half followed by another half? Yep, this is what they say. And um, I appreciate the faith. And so I have been training. Uh, before I went public, I went out and I thought, well, I'm just going to do 10 miles of walking. I'm going to see how that feels. And I, I wanted to see if my old kickboxing hip and knee injuries would flare up and they did not. So I got through 10 miles and I thought, okay, it was hard, but it was doable. And then last week I had a couple of short runs. I ran three miles on one day, two miles on the other. And the thing is, is when I go for a longer distance, I don't expect that I'm going to be running 80, 90, 100% of that distance because I'm unprepared. But when I go out for three or two miles, I'm going to try to run almost the whole thing. And I have. So I ran more aggressively, felt great. After the 10-mile walk, my hips hurt, my legs hurt. I was definitely sore for a couple of days. Um, but with those short distance run, no soreness. And then on Friday, I went out and I, I, I ran walked 12 miles. I thought I'll go a little further and I'll run as much as I can. And so I think I did about a 15-minute mile when I was walking. And then I did about a... 13, 30 minute mile when I was run walking. And so my goal is to finish the race in six hours. Now I can finish after that and still 
get my medal and be a Boston Marathon finisher, but you only get listed in the official results if you finish within six hours. And so I'm gonna try for that, why not, right? And if I fall short, okay, that's fine too. I will cross that finish line. If I hit the start, I will cross the finish line. That's, uh, unless lightning comes down and, yeah, and probably not gonna happen when I'm outside of my home state, uh, I will be crossing that finish line but I'm hoping to do it and have my name in the records. If not, oh well. Um, but yeah, so I'm working on that. I normally don't tell you guys about my workouts. It's not what this is about, right? My fitness is about you guys and helping you exercise. But since the marathon is new to me, and I think it's exciting, uh, and I'm, I'm really a beginner. I'm a fit person, but I haven't really run at all since uh, early 2019, pre-cancer. So I'm coming at this as a with fresh legs and um, untrained legs and doing my best like everybody else out there. So fortunately after my 12 miler, uh, as you saw, I did lie flat on the sidewalk and I wasn't doing that for show. I was exhausted and I just needed to take a break. And it's funny, my mom saw the picture and she called, she goes, you can't do that. You're gonna be eaten by red ants. <laughs> she was right, I was in the forest near the swamp doing all the running, trying to um, find shade, but yeah, I did lie on the ground, but I specifically looked to see if there were ready at piles around and there were not. And fortunately I was not eaten by anything while I lied on the ground. So I was legit tired. I was not pretending I was not performing. I had my rear end kicked and that's okay. I think that's a sign that I chose the proper distance and did the, I, I worked hard. I exerted myself officially the proper amount. So I was left like uh, doing dead bug on the ground. This weekend, I'm hoping to do 13.1. Oh, and backtrack just a little bit. I had no soreness after my 12 milers. So I needed about an hour to kind of chill out and recover. And I felt great. I didn't have any soreness the next day. In fact, the next day I went and I did strength training, which as many of you know, I think is the, I don't think, where is that? Hold on. This master's degree tells me I know strength training is going to help me run further, faster, and pain-free. So it's a high priority. And I felt good enough to have a great strength training workout the next day. I did squat, uh, squat jumps, plyometrics, uh, lunges in all directions, single leg, hack squat, leg press, uh, hamstring curl, lateral gait, chicken wings. Everything I could do for my lower body, I did. I also did a bunch of low back exercises, bridges and ab works because hey remember it's swimsuit season you got to do some of the extra things so I, I went to run yesterday four miles i actually got to two and a half and decided nope i'm not feeling it today and so i let myself off the hook at two and a half miles i don't feel like a failure i feel like an intelligent person who made a good judgment call and here's the thing you know how some people are like don't be judgy you shouldn't be judgy i completely disagree i think we should all make judgments i mean we judge whether it is safe to walk out into the road and cross the street, right? We judge what the weather's gonna be like and how we are going to dress for it. Uh, so being a judgmental person just means you are a thoughtful person who is making good decisions. You know, I have an 18 year old daughter and what do I tell her is, hey Ginger, if you get on the elevator alone with uh, a person who makes you feel uncomfortable, get off the elevator. I don't think she'd be judgy to look at the person and say, well, he looks angry and maybe inebriated, but I'm gonna stay here because I don't want him to feel bad. Baloney in that, use your damn judgment, get off the elevator. And so the world's gotta be stopped being touchy. And we have to make judgment calls based on where we're at at that time. And so yesterday on the treadmill, 
two and a half miles in, I just was, I, my hips felt weird and I decided, no, I'm not going to do it. And I don't feel bad about it. I feel proud of me for making a good judgment call. So um, please be more judgy. Please be judgy when it comes to your health, when it comes to your body, your performance, your athletics, your training, your, uh, your circle of uh, people, friends, be judgy. I might be the only person on the planet saying that, but I think you're smart people and you should be making judgment calls. Oh, um, yes, Brian, we will definitely meet up. And yes, it makes me feel good to know that you are on the other coast doing uh, not only equally hard work, but you're you're working way harder because you've done like 799 million marathons. Um, I'm the new girl in town and that's okay. It's actually refreshing to be the beginner, right? So when I was kickboxing, at some point there became a little bit of pressure to perform, right? I was the big dog, I was 112 pounds, but I was, you know, this great kickboxer person. And there was a lot of pressure on me to continue being great and not get knocked out. Um, but there is no pressure on me. I mean, maybe you guys think that I should perform in a certain way. I don't care. <laughs> Just, I know what I am. I'm the new girl who's never done a uh, marathon and I'm gonna go out and do my best and I think it's great and so when handed the opportunity to try something new to try something you might fail at or be really bad at take it take it every time because I think that's where you have the least amount of pressure on you there is no pressure to be really good at something you've never done before so if you wobble if you fall uh, if you are clumsy great that's just the beauty of being a beginner and you get all the passes in the world that you want um, because it's nice to be a beginner. Uh, so yeah, we've got uh, we've got opportunities, and I like being the new girl at the marathon. And and how lucky am I to be the new girl at the Boston Marathon? Um, just 210, Brian. That's right, humble Brian. 210, only 210. So anyways, that's where my uh, Boston Marathon training is going today. I'm going to see my physical therapist. Hopefully, my hips are a little crooked, and I'm just not going to push it. I'm probably going to go swimming this afternoon. That won't put any pressure on it. Um, but yeah, I'm doing great. It looks like you guys are doing great. We have so much exciting, uh, so many exciting things going on. I'm gutting my office and we're creating a new studio. So very soon you will see me on a very different background. You might miss my star. Isn't that the cutest? My house is filled with stars and hearts and silly art. I have lots of art that makes me happy and makes me laugh and uh, some of it's kind of weird, but it <laughs> makes me happy. It's my home, I can do whatever I want with it. Uh, so yeah, Thursday night, you'll be with me. 7 p.m., Jeff Galloway on Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Jeff Galloway, we're gonna talk about his heart attack and his immediate um, recovery the first month out. And then we're scheduling a longer, more intensive interview for August. And then on Sunday is the big party with Rudy, no botany and uh, I miss spending time with him. So we're gonna have a great conversation on Sunday. I hope you'll join me with that celebration of his sobriety and the way we all benefit from having his big, happy, noisy mouth. And yeah, I hope you guys get to work. Don't forget, go to fitness.com, exact formula for weight loss if you'd like to lose between one and 100 pounds. And uh, go use that workout video link. I'm posting it again choose a video, do it, don't just watch it, pick a workout, give it a go, and then let me know. Send me feedback, say, hey Fitz, I did 
whatever, squat 360 or tap tap squats or Spider-Man planks. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff. Tell me what you did and how your body liked it. And then the next day go and find another one. And last but not least, if you haven't already gotten this, what are you waiting for? My noisy cancer comeback. Order it at fitness.com. Use discount code SURVIVOR for free shipping. I'll sign it with my pink pen. I'll stick it in a beautiful pink envelope. Blow it your way. And uh, you can hear about all the juicy, gory, and funny details of my adventures and misadventures with cancer care. So I love you all. Have a great day. And um, I'll be back no later than Thursday with Jeff Galloway. Bye, team. Get to work. We dance out.